this week on Tea with Queen and Jay. Before shit gets super serious, Black Twitter investigates your favorite black man's white girlfriend. Then after the break, we discuss grieving complicated flawed celebrities, also known as humans, and get into that Snoop versus Gail King fiasco. A quick content warning after our commercial break, we will be discussing rape, rape culture, sexual assault. We will not be discussing any physical details of these incidents. Again, this will take place after our mid-episode break for anyone who would like to end at that point and not engage in the conversation that we're going to have. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. We're about to podcast. Yo. Yo. It's been a minute. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. Shouldn't have left okay. you. I saw that. Without some podcast to... Oh, we did let you did. leave you with some podcast to check too. Yeah, see, because we do good things here. We try. We try. We try. We try. So welcome back. Uh, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. And right. Yes. Look at that. I didn't even miss a fucking beat. How you doing, Jay? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We were gone so long that I had like intense mental health lows and now I'm okay. <laughs> we had enough time. You know, I oh, evened, okay. I get it. I evened out. I'm all right now. Okay. Good, you know? good, good. I was like, no, what's happening? No, I evened out. What I is evened happening? Out. Cool. I evened out. She's not going to ask me how I'm doing, y'all. Sorry. I'm still thinking about how I'm doing. <laughs> I was thinking about, I was thinking a lot about mental health and how people talk about checking on your friends and da 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 blah, 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 blah. I usually want to be left alone, but go ahead. Um, I like to be checked in on, but like, just check in. I like to be checked away. in on, I agree, but mm-hmm. like the, you you cool girl? And when I say I am, mm-hmm. or like, I'm feeling like this, but you know, I don't want prying. Mm-hmm. I don't want like an intervention. I don't right, want right, you to right, like. Right, right. No, I feel you. That stuff, that's going to make me feel even worse. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about like how... Some sometimes when people are feeling like really at their bottom, how they're not gonna say that. Say you know that. what I'm saying? That they're feeling really like at their bottom, or mm-hmm. like they wake up every morning and like, what the fuck is any of this? What does yeah. it even matter? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I was just, just thinking about that. And shit like that. I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you eat? How you feeling? Mm-hmm. I ain't hear from you a while. What's good? So I don't know. I I want to think about that a little bit more and like mm-hmm. how how we can better support people because i was thinking like if i was really feeling suicidal right now would i tell anybody that no you might some people do yeah. i think it depends everyone everyone's experience is different uh-huh um i have seen people say that they feel like that on like facebook right it creeps me out because i'm like really weirded out mm-hmm. about everything mm-hmm. um but i have seen that and then i do know of people who i have experienced friends who have committed suicide mm. and they don't say anything but they're like before they did it they were hugely given so like mm-hmm. buying everybody's shit like right. all of this stuff you know like whatever mm-hmm. and then, so it, it, it manifests different and different people in different mm-hmm. ways and you know that's how i think i know that it's not about 
me, I guess, when the other person does commit suicide. Okay. Because it manifests in all these different ways that have nothing to do with, like, mm. me. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing I think I could have done in the times when I had friends who had, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess that's how I resolved it in my head. Maybe hmm. my therapist would tell me different. Interesting. That part. I should <laughs> get one of those again. I should get one of those again. But the point is, I'm doing great. That's right? good. That's good. Things are well. I feel good. I feel good. That's good. So, this is that. I feel good. Oh, yeah, you. How are you doing? Baby, I feel good all over. Is that your answer? You and I. <laughs> yes. Okay. I used to really love that song. It's a good song. Stephanie Mills, where you at, do you think? Um, Short Mommies, do you think? But I I feel good. I'm actually trying to figure out my life again. I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I don't know why being in that other time zone for a week really has me thrown off, um, not knowing the days, mm-hmm. don't know when to sleep. Like, yeah. my body's like, fuck this American food now. Like, mm-hmm. relax, body. You're only out of the States for a week. Right. Calm the fuck down. Mm-hmm. So it just make me think about how maybe adaptable my body is. Well, you were in a different time zone. And then when you came back, you just went to bed when you were tired instead of like pushing yourself maybe to stay up a few hours before going to bed. Yeah, I'm not pushing myself. Well, there you do go. Do what my body tells it to do. There you have it. Listen to my body. Okay. Shit. My body wasn't supposed to be going to different times. I'm doing my uh, whole tap hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My body wasn't designed uh-huh. to be in two different time zones hey, in hey, one day. Hey, you know okay? what? When you have nails, your whole tap hands are the same as your homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. I know that's why I made a distinction. I can't call it. So uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. okay, okay. I'm telling you, but nah, I don't know. But I'm I'm getting it together. I had taken an extra day off of work because mm-hmm. I knew I was gonna yeah be like this. So yeah, but no, no, I'm good. I'm great. Good. And um, like I said, Stephanie Mills, I feel good all over. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds good. This yeah. is a spot of tea episode. This is when we get in and we get out. It is not a formatted episode, mm-hmm. and that allows us to do an episode every week because yes. we are a team of two. Two. If you'd like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast. you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag T with QJ. We love when you use it on all the social meds, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you use a fucking hashtag. You even tag that shit on a fucking wall somewhere. Like It doesn't even have to be a digital space. Um, get the word out um, using that hashtag. Hag. Another hashtag we'd like for you to use is Podin, and that is a knowledge and hashtag. And that allows other people who are on that hashtag to find tea with Queen and Jay and um, get into this dope shit. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Every episode, we like to start off with some libations. Queen, what are libations? Libations are when we pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black ass joy, the ancestors, all that shit, all that good shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those are libations. Yeah. So, Jay, what are your libations this week? It's been a while. It has been a while. So I have two libations. My first libation is... The homie Joshua gave me some tickets to see Lauren Hill. Hey, Joshua. Hey. And that was super duper nice. I am not a Lauren Hill. I'm not a Lauren Hill stan, stan. Right? Yeah. And I have to say that because I think, I feel like most Lauren Hill fans at this stage are Lauren Hill stands. I mean, I was about to say something, but it's a reference to R. Kelly, so forget it. Thank you. I feel like. In the closet? Okay, sorry. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you in 2020, if you're like a Lauren Hill fan, like she comes to your city and you're like, oh snap, 
we got to go to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like you're a stand. You got to go to the function. Right. I feel like you're a, and that's no shade, but like, I feel like, miseducation, unpopular opinion, I feel like miseducation did not age well. I feel like, and I don't want to hear it, I feel like. Especially that that thing song. That thing, yeah, that song. Even just saying well. that thing is like, yeah. so dated. Yeah. And I don't like that whoever sued her, whatever creator she worked with to make that album, that she's not allowed to sing those original songs. Like, that's stupid. Who, who wins? Nobody fucking no wins. Nobody wins. It's whack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I don't really like that's nothing out that's not something that I would financially opt into. However, however, I'm a nosy bitch who lives for drama. You are. So when he was like, I have these tickets, I want to give them to somebody to like go and have a good time. I was like, Oh, I will have a good time. I will have a good time. Okay. Even if she don't show up. I will have a good time watching everybody else mad that she didn't show up. All right. <laughs> so I went there. I got my drink. I posted up. <laughs> <laughs> and she did actually show up. And she showed up on time and she gave a great show. And I had a, that was cool, that was too. Her chakras was aligned. Her chakras was aligned, mm-hmm. yo. Her chakras was aligned. And like 4,000 people on Instagram was like, did she come on time? Was she there? Is she? Did she show up? Was she? But that's fair, I guess. All those people have been to shows, though. They've all been <laughs> they to be her lying, shows. Yeah, they've all been to her shows. Maybe be in the closet. But... <laughs> But I had a fucking blast. So thank you so much, Josh. I appreciate you. That's cool. I had a good time. My second okay. libation okay. is a Black Joy libation. Okay. It's Black History Month. Yes, okay. It is. It's Black History Month. And so I want to give libations to Black History Month. And I want to pour libations to Black Twitter CSI. CSI. All right. Shout out to the Black guy who tips for that term. And that it's a is a really good term. Yeah, that's because Black Twitter gets to the facts. Okay, yes. we get to the bottom of things. Mm-hmm. We will figure shit out. All we need is a photo. All we need is like some fuzzy information in the back of a photo. All we we be fucking Google searching images yep. and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we work together to do this as a collective of together. strangers. Together. Okay. So earlier this month, Black Twitter CSI uncovered. <laughs> That Jesus, Jesus of Jesus and Meryl fame from the Bronx, from the Bronx, 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 South Bronx. Well, you're not from South Bronx, but no, yeah, we're not from that part of the Bronx. Uh, allegedly, don't be saying it like that. Me and Jesus are not from that part of the Bronx. Okay, okay, good. As long as you I'm right, understand, because I am. So okay. don't be saying. Ain't it nothing like wrong that. with that. I'm just saying, don't jump to that. Don't jump All to right. that. Don't jump. All right. Okay. Uh, See the part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Jesus of Jesus and Meryl fame allegedly has a white girlfriend. What? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. That's right, that's right. So it started off as a joyful celebration yes. of Jesus's demonstrated love for black, black women, women on his late night show, Jesus and Meryl. So, we- <laughs> so we're on Twitter. And this is like at the height of like Snoop calling, calling. What did he call Gail? A dog head ass bitch. A fucking dog head ass bitch. He would know. The dog would know, I guess. He, he, he would. I guess. He was a dog before. He but, looked like a dog right now. He always looked like a dog. That's why they that made him the be that dog in the thing. I guess that was in the that point. video when he became whatever his time. bitch ass. That's like literal. That <laughs> was that was, wasn't an offensive term. Remember when he was a lion for a little bit? Oh, Snoop Lion. Yeah, I supported that movement. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is a cat. That is a whole other fucking family of animals. Maybe the point is he walks on all fours. I need you to relax. Mm. 
cannot be a dog and become a cat. All right, let's not make this about Snoop. All right. Okay, so we're at the height of this foolishness with Snoop taking his uh, grieving and emotions out in the way that um, black, men do. black men do, taking it out on black women and everyone justifying it, right? And enjoying it. And, you know, this is how we're going to celebrate the life of Kobe, right? So, so we're in the thick of that yes. shit mm-hmm. while still grieving Kobe because yes. we all loved him. Yes. So we're grieving that shit. We're dealing with the misogynoir. Yes. Okay. And so we're dealing I'll- with the fucking like people bringing up trauma, trauma <laughs> and shit. Trauma. Bringing up trauma, trauma, trauma. Every what you wait, trauma, trauma. <laughs> so I wake up in the morning. I'm like, you know what? It's too much. It's been too much. Am I going to tell my friends how depressed I am? I'm not. I'm not going to do it. So I log into Twitter, which doesn't require me to log in because my phone is always <laughs> in my hand. That's not how it works. It's not AOL, man. Because it's not, it's not the 90s. But <laughs> I open my phone and there's this beautiful tweet by, I think it was Skin to Tea, I think the, the person was called. But anyway, it's a collective of four photos of Jesus loving on black, black women. women. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In an, in an appropriate loving type of way that's like, it's very evident that this person loves black women. Yes. Right. And I don't, I'm not somebody that like, no, I, I do appreciate like the validation of black women our image our bodies by other black people yeah yeah i mm-hmm. guess my what i was trying to say was i i am not so thirsty from it from men at times yeah because as quick as they do that it's a nigga like a, snoop yeah. will and i can see in a context of everything that was going on mm-hmm. why this moment was standing yeah. out like whoo it's like yes yeah. this yes. feels good yes in that moment this feels good in that moment it was like oh this is just beautiful. It was so like lemonade. Yeah, so it was a picture of him and like Tracy Ellis Ross and she's like rubbing his beard. There's a picture of him like all cuddled up with Lizzo and then under that tweet it was like a little video of their interview yeah. and, and it was clear that he is flirting heavily mm-hmm. with Lizzo and it's, it's just really adorable. There was a picture of Gail King in there and he's all hugged up with her or whatever uh-huh. and who was the fourth episode, person? Gail, Do you remember? Gail wanted it. Oh, um, definitely. Do you remember? I didn't see it. I just added definitely because oh, I, I, I could I, I could imagine. No, Yo, yeah, she did. One, yeah. That's cute. Uh, it was really cute. Who was the fourth photo? Um, I don't remember. Okay, but it was just a series of beautiful photos of a beautifully bearded black Jesus. See what I did there? <laughs> loving on, loving on black women when I needed to see it most. Oh, it was an old picture of him in high school. Yes, with a black, black girl. Like, with a black girl. With a black girl. It yeah, looks like yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. not taller than him. So cute. Um, it's really cute. But it was. It was. It oh, was. He has a porn stash. <laughs> oh, pre beard before the beard before the beard. And the the tweet said, um, "What does it say? You see it? This is the only thing that keeps me going in this life." And that really in that moment, moment I was yeah. like, "This is adorable. This is yes. a beautiful fucking moment it's of like, like a cold black glass joy. of water." Yes. Like that, so. oh. simple we're gonna be all right that's what what i was thinking we're gonna be all right despite the fuckery that one elder was waging against another it was yeah it was nice to see um jesus loving on people it's so funny that snoop is an elder but he is yeah isn't it that is real funny so anyway back to black twitter CSI. csi okay there needs to be a noise for it but we haven't figured it out oh we will yeah we will will figure it out so black twitter csi Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yes. Thank you. So people are sharing and talking under this. This, this turns into a whole thread of black women loving and, and, and reflecting on all the times that Jesus was loving on black women on his show. And we discover in this thread, we discover. Yes. All you have to do is scroll. <laughs> we discover that Jesus' uh, girlfriend is white. Allegedly. 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 But why is this white girlfriend discovery so joyful? Why? Because we came together yes. as a unified black girl internet to solve this, this mystery. Yes. yes. Queen, with your help. Yes. With your help, I, I just want to take a moment to reenact the tweets that led us to uh, this profound uncovering and uh, discovery. Is this, will, will you indulge me? <laughs> Am I your friend? Let's do it. All right. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Can I get some music? Okay. All right. Here you go. All right. The tweet begins and Audrey W. Audrey says, I think his girlfriend is white. And then Kinkerbell says, she is. I've seen him on dates together at this spot in Brooklyn three plus times. And then solo star emoji star pops in and says, was it this woman? And in this picture, in this graphic from a, I, I won't say um, this woman's name yeah, online, do but from the alleged white girlfriend's account, there's a picture. Oh my goodness. I did not notice the ears on his head. Okay. <laughs> there's a picture. There's a picture oh, of yes, Jesus. Oh, yes. This Mouse ears. Yes. There's a picture of Jesus. That's his girl. Uh huh. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that was Minnie Mouse ears. Definitely. Solidified. Definitely. Somebody went to this girl's Instagram this page. This man is dating a cheese sandwich. Yep. And screenshot, <laughs> screenshot an image of Jesus cheerfully, delightfully, happily hugged up. With this white woman in what looks like a wedding photo booth photo. Yeah, I think this so. This nigga, he don't have his he hat on. He don't even on. have on his hat. He don't have his hat. Which you can he, see the vein you know, in his forehead. You so know he, he's OD he's comfortable. He's having a fucking blast yeah. with the woman he loves. Yes. He's wearing a set of mini Mouse ears, mm -hmm. which means he doesn't give any fucks. Not at okay? All. He's there with his woman. He's happy. She's there. She's cute in the face. I would say she's cute enough in the face. I guess. She's there holding. My woman's standards is mad high. I feel you. Holding a prop that says hooray because they're celebrating whatever white wedding they're at. Mm -hmm. um, she's got one arm wrapped behind him around his neck. How do you know it's a white wedding? I would say these Minnie Mouse ears. To me, hooray it. says it. You're right. We do not fucking say hooray. You're right. Hooray. Hooray. And That's, somebody made this. This is like handmade. Yeah, like you, handmade hooray. hooray. Yeah. So this is clearly a white a white wedding. And she's got an arm. Her arm indicates a certain thickness. Mm -hmm. Um so whilst she is a white woman, um, she looks like a thickums, like a thick white woman. I guess as a woman who likes woman, mm -hmm. I feel like her thickness is just in the arm. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm not sure. Don't trust them shoulders. Interesting. Well, but I don't don't see, I don't see her whole body. Uh huh. But I thickness think, on black women and thickness on white women is different. Right. She I could, think she later. Could just be wide. I think she could be wide. I don't think. I don't think he would go out like that. Look, this was news to us. It was news to us. 
it was new to the- listen we gotta say we do love to see a black king in love all right so he looks happy these no no mini- he does he yeah. looks mad happy these many ears say i'm fucking happy and Jesus has a demonstrated history of loving black women, so I don't feel this like... This is why we can do this. Yeah, this, this is why we can enjoy this. this. The point of this, though, is the black girl Twitter CSI discovery. because yes, these are okay? all different folks. Yes. So, like I said, solo star emoji star pops in and says, was it this woman with the receipts that Avery had actually... Avery is a dude. Well, thanks, this is for, another, thanks for this your is contribution. Thanks for your contribution. Avery. Avery Avery came in with the actual image. You probably actually know this man. <laughs> that's probably his friend because we was in here playing and minding our business. That is shady. Yeah, that's shady. That's that is shady. shady. It's shady, shady when he's away, but when we do it, it's mm-hmm. not shady. Yeah, but see, Solo, it's just investigative reporting. It is because Solo Star was actually doing the work because when Audrey is like, I think his girlfriend is white. Solo Star says, wait, whose girlfriend? Who's his girlfriend? Avery pops in with the assist, offers the photo. Solo Emoji Star Star goes back in, quote tweets the photo, puts it it back under the old thread. Mm -hmm. Was it this woman? Was it this woman? And it's like, oh, Kinkerbell was like, yes, ma'am. Oh, snap. Exclamation point. Wow. And then Solo Star Emoji Star says, so it's confirmed. Confirmed. He He do got got a woman. woman. Kinkerbell. And scene. Wow. That was masterpiece theater. It was. I just liked the way that that story just like. It just flowed. And it just made me feel so good that we could come together to really to uncover, you know, uh, one of our faves girlfriends and and that it was a white woman and that we were all collectively in this together. Yes. And uh, yeah, I like it. And, And yay. Listen. Date a white woman. And I'm looking at the timestamps and like. They're immediate. Not even like Audrey W's husband was on the 8th of oh, February. Oh, really? And then Kinkerbell's was, was on, on the, the 9th. 9th. Oh. And then Solo Star Star. Husband's on the 9th, but at 2 a.m. Mm, whereas. Mm, mm-hmm. She started the day off Kinkerbell's. With that was at 12.30 a.m. So it's like time lapsing yes. and they're like mm-hmm. coming in. And so it's not even rushed. Right, it's right. not even like just jumping to conclusions. So you have to let the, the investigation marinate. Exactly. So this, this is great. I didn't even notice that time build up. Right. It was like, you know what? Right. Let me check. I would like to think. Check their sources and they came back. I thank Black Twitter CSI for their work. I do um, too. Black I Girl Twitter that. for their contribution, mm-hmm. for their dedication. Our dedication to one another. You know, this is a case that only we could solve. Messy ass Avery. With the assist. assist. Avery with and the, the assist. And the same way that men do it. Because they'll just drop the information. Didn't even they don't no say comment. nothing. They just, they just be like. He didn't put no comment. It was a whole screenshot, yo. It just went about his business. How you even know Susan? He pulled it from her personal Instagram. Instagram. That's why her shit blocked now. Because, mm-hmm. of course, we are CSI, yeah, private, black yeah. Twitter investigators. Yeah. Not black, private. Mm-hmm. We, you know, looked yeah. into this and yeah. um, couldn't see anything. You're right. So You're we right. couldn't um, affirm her thickness. Mm-hmm. We couldn't. But also, I would like to uh, reference, if you notice the love that we have for Jesus, because nobody even, like, talks shit about her or drags her. You're here calling her a cheese sandwich, but you didn't do that on actual Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we no, love Jesus. Yeah. We mean him no harm. And we I, wish him well. Mm-hmm. And I eat cheese sandwiches. This is not my preference. 
But would you eat a cheese sandwich? Vagina. No. Okay. I would not. There you go. I know you eat a vagina for those new listeners. I would eat a vagina. Not a cheese sandwich vagina. Not a cheese sandwich vagina. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Not my thing. Okay. Jesus, enjoy your cheese sandwich. Enjoy your cheese sandwich. We salute and appreciate you. Extra mayonnaise. We appreciate your love for black women. And we wish you all the best in your current journey endeavors. With cucumber sandwiches. She don't look like that kind of white girl. She goes, she knows white girls who eat cucumber. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. What are you libating this week? So I'm libating my family. So I went on vacation um, with my family last week. That's why we were off. Um, But that's not solely why we were off. We kind of need breaks, too. I'm glad we were off because you had a mental week. So it's nice that you kind of got to breathe a little bit. Mm -hmm. But anyway. um, Yeah, libations to Sam for the assist with that. I didn't have to do anything. And I didn't want to fucking do honestly. And I'm kind of happy you didn't have to do anything. Yeah, if Sam didn't hit me up like, hey, y'all doing something? Because I really, I was like, you know what? I'm not because I didn't feel like doing anything, and that's totally yeah. fine. I didn't feel that's like doing totally shit. Fine. So I was like, "Oh, hey there, <laughs> <laughs> hey there, friend, hey there." Actually, I did have an idea. So libations to Sam, libations to in those jeans, and uh, cheers to everybody who listened to that episode mm-hmm. and who is now listening to, to in, in those, those jeans, jeans podcast. Ow. So yeah, so had a vacation with my family. I have not had a family vacation literally in like ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, Where'd y'all go last time? The last time, I think we probably went on a cruise. We used to go on cruises like every year. Mm. Um, and then one year, my mom was like, Y'all grown, y'all paying for yourself. So that kind of ended. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That kind of ended. Um, but my mother wanted to start doing it again. She notices that my f- family, like, we're not close. Like, mm-hmm. when we come to functions, we gel really well. We have a good time. Something goes down. If this, this something goes down, we would come off the woodworks and be ready to, like, where they at? Where they at? Where they at? Like, we're mm-hmm. like that. But our day-to-day, like, when y'all siblings, I find it weird mm-hmm. when y'all talk to each other during the day. And mm-hmm. y'all be, like, talking to your sisters on the phone mm-hmm. and, like... That's weird. Yeah. I, I don't you. do that. Um, There's too many of y'all, though. I don't even think it's that. We just don't even do that. Because it's enough of us to, like, click for, like, maybe these three do that and these. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's the, that shit is weird. Mm-hmm. People be like, I'm hanging out with my sister. I'm like, why? That's how I feel about dads. <laughs> I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. I don't understand families. Right. Um, so, yeah. So... We don't do that. So my mother's like, we need to start doing these kinds of things because, like, outside of my mom, my me and my siblings don't really, like, talk to each other that much. Mm-hmm. Everything is, like, about, like, whatever my mom puts together. So, yeah, so, like, we're highly individual, like, have our own lives, don't mm-hmm. really, like, interact with each other like mm-hmm. that and shit like that. Love each other to death, have each other's back for stuff, but, like, just go off in our corners. And then I'm also, we're also like that with my cousins and stuff. Like, if something, if we're all come together, it's because my mother has put something together. Mm-hmm. And she is, from my maternal grandmother, um, the only, like, woman who's still alive. So, and that's, you know, most of the time it's the matriarch person who right. does those things and people together. Because I have older uncles and shit, but they don't be doing shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, my mother's like, we need to start doing stuff like this again, blah, blah, blah. So, that's how we started to have vacations again so we do that but it's been so long that there's like siblings that i don't talk to at all Mm -hmm. um cousins that i only see when we have a little kwanzaa celebration that we do every year Mm -hmm. um my brother who is in all the group chats but doesn't say shit (laughs) you know like stuff like that that Mm -hmm. it was like and my family is very like 
high energy, high, all the things you may not like about me is manifesting everyone in my family. And I am the calm one. Mm-hmm. So like they out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to be in this for this country. And we all have a fight and mm-hmm. we got to be together because my family will fight. Right. Like physically. <laughs> so it was like, mm. so, so I was a little bit apprehensive, but no one fought. Mm. Everyone was fine. The sister that I don't talk to, we were talking and being wow. like, fine. Um, we were like having the debates that we always kind of have, but kind of just like, mm, okay. And like moving on. Mm-hmm. No one like threatened to stab nobody. No one like fucking was like, wait till we get back to New York. Mm-hmm. Like we left in a really good space that's beautiful which is like not something that often happens with my family like Mm -hmm. there's always like i was i felt like when those reality shows and they go on a trip Yo, bitch, you all the way in fucking Greece, and now y'all want to fucking uh-huh. have this fight. But when y'all was in Brooklyn together, yeah, y'all ain't saying shit to each other. I was like, kind of like thinking in that way, prepping myself. Like if somebody says this, you know what? Just go to your hotel room. Mm-hmm. And if someone does that, just you know, but none of that even had to happen. It was just all That's great. Good. We were all civil. I like that we're all grown. It seems that many of us are in therapy, you know, mm-hmm. just shit like that. So it was like really good. I really, really enjoyed. My family. That's beautiful. Yes. That so, is really beautiful. Libations to my family, libations to growth and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that was what we were doing good as adults. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we were doing before, but we were doing better as That's adults. Really cute. So I appreciated that. And then my other libation is for so this vacation, we were in Egypt and going to different cities in Egypt or whatever. And I haven't been on vacation really for a long time. So when I have gone on vacation, it's not really like um, a vacation where I'm like at a resort or stuff. It's been like me visiting my homegirl in Oakland, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Nothing yeah. where I'm like this destination kind mm-hmm. of place. I haven't done that probably in like 10, 11 years because mm-hmm. money is right. not right. Even with this, I was like, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. So I just like, whatever, I'll eat sandwiches. <laughs> like I was going to mm-hmm. make this shit happen. So I've never been on a vacation where every day there was fucking activities mm-hmm. and excursions mm-hmm. and fucking history mm-hmm. and all of this shit all of this stimulus all the time and um i guess people like to do that mm-hmm. i realize i don't i think i like it like for a week maybe if three days of that and then two other or three other days mm-hmm. of like relaxing mm-hmm. but whoo chow so i guess libations to indiana jones like um vacations mm-hmm. i guess there's a market for that because when I was expressing this to people, people was like, that sounds fun. And I was like, I'm tired of pyramids. <laughs> I'm tired of tombs. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about Ramses. How many Ramses is on there? Mad Ramses. Ramses size. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? I enjoyed myself. But it was just an overload of information. I'm a person who likes to process and take stuff in slowly. Like, I felt like there was going to be a quiz at the end of the trip. Mm-hmm. It was a lot for me. So I think I know what my vacation style is. Like I know, yeah, mm-hmm. I think I know what that is now. So mm-hmm. I'm not overwhelmed. Right. Um. So a lot of for me figuring out, I guess, what my vacation style is because I don't know what that was because I haven't really been on a vacation mm-hmm. in forever, you know? so That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you got to go. Yeah, it was fun. Your pictures fun. looked cute. Thank you. Good. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've told them no more excursions. I can't can't do this shit. 
That's funny. Fucking looking for lost diamonds and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are we doing? No, I like to. I like to, if possible, book all the shit I want to see, and then as I go, it's harder when you're there with a lot of people because you can't just cancel shit. But like throughout, I eventually like, I was staying yeah. in a. I was yeah. staying in a car. That's... Like I have. <laughs> How many dead motherfuckers things right. I'm going to see? Yeah, she's I'm like, you know what? When I booked this, it sounded great. <laughs> We're not doing this. And they be like, oh, you're going to lose 20%. It's worth it's worth me having my day. We kept blaming together. each other. Like, this is your fault. This is oh your fault. Gosh. Oh, well, this is, this is look, my mother's uh-huh. idea. This is your this is your idea. That's funny. But you playing this part, mm-hmm. it was just like, but it was a lot. Yeah. yeah well, lot. good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yes. Thank That's you. Thank you. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Now that you're back. Tell people why they should donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast mm-hmm. and how they can. Why you should donate to Tea with Queen and Jay is to progress this podcast, sustain this podcast, podcast, and to keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast. That's my pimp voice. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to pimp them to get this money. Nope. No, that's not what I'm doing. Sorry, nope. guys. Nope. I appreciate you. I don't pimp you. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, pimps just say shit like that. I'm just letting you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Yes, that is why we ask for donations. Like we say all the time, this is a this is a laborious thing. We enjoy doing it, but there's labor involved, and labor usually, you know, because of capitalism, means we need money. This is a team of two, two. And if we got like more donations, maybe it could be a team of three. Maybe we can hire someone Yo, to do our social media. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we could. You know, mm-hmm. hire. We do have someone who edits, and we're grateful for you. What's up, Sam? But maybe yeah. you know, like this, it could grow in different ways, mm-hmm. so that we can, um, you know, get better at this yeah. and fine tune this and all of that shit. So that is why we ask for donations. How you can donate is by going to our website tvcommunity.com. If you slide down on our homepage, there is where we have two options. Our first option, thank you. Thank you for that, Michelle. Our first option is our PayPal option, and that is where you can put however much you want in a pot, however many times you want. There is no commitment there. Our second option is our Patreon option, and that is where we are asking for $2 a month. $2! You can give more or less. That is up to you. We like to give people options, but $2 a month is what we are asking for on our Patreon. Um, both of those links are also in our show notes if you want another way to just access how to donate to the show. I wish I could see all the hand movements she's doing. Oh, this, this is how. This is a whole thing. This is how. I, yo, I realize where this gesticulation come from. My mom gesticulates yeah. like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks like a rapper. <laughs> I was like, mom, what are you? <laughs> I didn't realize she did that that much, but that's, that's funny. Anyway, um, other ways that you could donate to Tea with Queen and Jay that aren't monetarily are by subscribing to this podcast. Subscribe. Whatever app that you use to listen to podcasts, whatever thing you use to listen to app podcasts, subscribe to this podcast. Make sure that we pop up in your feed every week. Rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, however you do that, whatever app you listen to. Make sure you rate us. Make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you tell people that we're the best thing since the best, the best, the best. That <laughs> <laughs> was such a white man thing to do. <laughs> Oh, Sam Paulus is like a white man at the Yankees game. Um, <laughs> yes, um, subscribe. Yes, make sure that you help our algorithm. Make sure that you let people know that we're the best. <laughs> 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 
Make sure you do that shit. Also, by telling a friend, if you tell two people about this podcast, two, you will help expand the reach of this podcast. Don't keep this to yourself. If you really want to dismantle white patriarchal capitalism, you got to tell a fucking friend. Okay? This can't happen alone. So, like, That's fucking... Right. Tell someone that shit. Um, write about us. Tag us in those things. Just mad. Also, free ways to help support T with Queen and Jay. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I've been sharing your ratings, your um, Apple Podcast ratings. I've been sharing that in our Instagram stories. So please continue to do that. We appreciate that for sure. Also, we are going to PodFest at the beginning of next month. Mm -hmm. um, and your donations will help to cover that trip because yeah. we don't want to take away any of the money that we have reserved for Flowers. our free events. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. So your donations are helping us get to PodFest. The reason why we like to go to these conferences when we can, when it's reasonable, when we have the time. Um, it's another way of reaching other audiences yeah. and getting to know other people. people. And, like, we are not just invested in doing our own podcast, which is totally fine mm -hmm. to like for that to be your thing, but we are also heavily invested in increasing access and accessibility for people of color within this space, yeah. for black people in particular. And one of the ways in which we do that is showing up in these conferences, which are often very white spaces, showing up, disrupting the space um, with our presence, seeing what they're doing, yeah. seeing what they're talking about mm -hmm. this year, seeing what, what lies they're telling. Like, mm, come over here. You don't even got to do all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. So lying. it's important that when we can, when we can go, if it's if it's a conference that we've never been to, been to before, yeah. um, that we kind of go and see what they're doing. So we were invited yeah. to go and hang out and we are going to do that yeah, this you know. year at PodFest. Mm -hmm. Right. So your donations will help us with that and all the free events that we have planned for this year, yeah. particularly Pod and Live NYC. Yes. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and Jay podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, if you'd like to hear your ad on Tea with Queen and Jay, T-mail us at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization about white supremacist, patriarchal capitalism, womanism, black feminism, black hair, or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast, or if you'd like us to do a live show or consult you or your team, send us your T-mail at teawithqueenandjay at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us individually, we've included our Amazon wishlist links in the show notes. Ah, I did it. Wishlist link so i missed it the second time it. anyway it's all right you did it the first time thank you thank you thank you the links to that are in the show notes and we know a lot of us have a complicated relationship with amazon because they are the axis of evil so if that's not your jam it's a lot of other ways to support us it's just there for your convenience, convenience. so we got a bunch of donation libations this week because we are catching up yes yeah, so we have a few patrons who like jay said we are catching up it's been a long time um, so, new patrons are Jessica, Crystal, Kurt, Phoenix, Alexandra, Kaja, Lana, Sienna, Matt, up there, Pledge, Sakaro, Sakaro, if I messed up your name, my apologies. And Sakaro says, I just I just recently became a patron and wanted to say thank you both for all you do. Damn. Thank you. And we also got Brett. Brett became a patron and Brett says, hi, just wanted to chime in and say that and say that as a white non-binary person constantly struggling with mental health i find so much love and affirmation from listening to your show it has literally changed my life my wife and i have even started doing our own libation and affirmations in the morning thank you for all you are and all you do love and appreciation from me and my wife a trans woman 
and our handsome cat. Yes. Damn, I yes, love that, cat. yo. Come through with the morning affirmations. Work That's what's up, in yo. the libations. What y'all be drinking? That was dope. That was dope. That was dope. Um, in the morning? I don't think they're drinking in the I know. Morning. I'm just, I'm just oh, saying that. It's... Oh. We entertain people as well as right. doing this podcast. Well, I was confused. Okay? <laughs> I was not entertained. I was confused. Unfree Boosie. Anyway. <laughs> we got, we got unfree new, that Unfree nigga. Boosie. We got new PayPal donations from Stephanie. And Stephanie says, thank you for all you do. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Celeste says, thank you for creating amazing content. Y'all are the best. Thank you, Celeste. The best. The, the best. best. The best. best. Antoinette says, I'm on that struggling teacher salary, but I hope this buys some much-needed snacks. Thank you so much, Antoinette. We appreciate your sacrifice and your service. Adrian, the homie, says, guess what the year 2020 is? It's the year we give black women our money. It's mad ease in this thing. If you end up going to that podcast thing, get some some snacks on me. Y'all need to eat. When humans don't eat, they die. And when people die, they may go to heaven. My guess is y'all would end up in heaven, but there are some people who die and they go to hell. I've heard hell is possibly like a pit, a fiery pit. So those people deserve to die. And, and I, I hope, hope they, they burn, burn in hell. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Adrian. Adrian is such a character. I want to give another libation to Adrian because anytime he notices black men bothering me on Twitter, he comes in and he's like, oh, not on my watch. Come through, Adrian. And I appreciate that. Come through with that. We appreciate yeah. you. Denise says, womanist race nerds unite. Thank you, Queen and Jay, for your continued laughter, knowledge drops, and being unapologetically you. Through your podcast, I have been able to reclaim my own sense of self as a black woman because living in these white spaces is hella traumatizing. I am grateful for the beacon of light you provide in guiding me through the darkness. So I am forever stunting on these hoes. Yes. Much love, Denise. I love a hoe stunt. <laughs> <laughs> Cartless says, get some snacks. Or whatever y'all need, but I recommend snacks. Lick face emoji, like oh no, yum emoji, popcorn emoji, juice box, uh, juice box. What? Oh, that, oh, you can see the juice box. Yeah. Oh, old computer can't see the juice box emoji because I don't have my <laughs> new MacBook yet. Ice cream cone emoji, strawberry emoji, banana, and. Uh, Cucumbers? Cucumber. Cucumber. Yes. <laughs> Emoji. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone uh, who sent us anonymous donations. We appreciate you Thank as well. You. Yes. Yes. Final announcement. Save the date. It's that time of year again. Pod and Live NYC, NYC. The largest black podcast meetup in all of the universe. Yes. They don't do back. this shit on Pluto. That's right. Comes back um, this year. It's Saturday, April 18th. Please save the date. This event is for listeners. Podcast listeners, this is for people who listen to our podcast, who fuck with our podcast. This is for people who are curious about About podcasting and want to hang out. This is for people who just want to come and have a drink in a safer space that is where it's going to be a lot of black people in New York. And you don't have to go all the way to Brooklyn or all the way to Harlem. It's nice and in the middle Mm -hmm. on Bleecker Street. But we will have more information for you coming soon. So, again, save the date, Saturday, April 18th. Yes. And um, we're excited. Yeah, yo. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fucking lit. Good You want to take a break? Mm, Yeah, let's take a break. Money, 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 money. (laughs) Money! Do you know what this year is? 
what every year is all about. Yeah, but like giving black women your money. Yes, give black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, yo. Okay, okay. So So, how do they give black women their money? Well, they can start by giving us their money. Oh yes, yes. We do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week. Sometimes twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. (laughs) And we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, We definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website, tvthqueenandj.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm -hmm. And we have two options there. Two! Two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. You choose. We Mm -hmm. give you a choice on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! <laughs> All the time. Yes. And we're black. All the time. Right. Yeah. What kind of tea are you drinking? Are you drinking tea? I'm not drinking tea. I'm actually drinking orange juice. Like a gallon um, of orange juice. Yeah. Like my body does not like anything I put in it. Okay. Um, It wants me to eat whatever I was eating in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know. Um, So I figured that I need to keep certain vitamins in my body. Oh, that's important. <laughs> even though I'm shitting everything right, else out right, right so that's why i'm just like kind of eating fruits trying mm-hmm. to eat fruits and veggies this is not um because something has to be absorbed <laughs> got it got it so yeah so i'm drinking okay. orange juice all right delicioso mm-hmm. um i'm drinking iced tea actually okay. yes, yes yes oh i did have iced tea today mm-hmm. yeah so I'll, i can i can ride on that too. all right well mm-hmm. there's that what are your Some pronouns sweet tea um, my pronouns are she and her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them, and they, them. Um, but the D. But D E Y D E M. They, them. Them. That's that's not like a thing. That's I'm just adding to you guys. That's yeah. You know, just being silly. To Google that, it's not like that's the A V A V way of saying. There you go. They, them. Yep. Yep. They, them. What are you affirming for yourself this week? I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. I'm affirming that I'm enough. I'm affirming that I'll be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma. Mm. I affirm that I'm well-rested, that my hair and fashions are popping, that my body and mind are healthy, and I will always and forever stunt on these hoes. You can't stunt and, like, not have a healthy body. (laughs) Hmm. In a sense of like you starting and then like you have holitosis, you know, like yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that you're not addressing, yeah, yeah, exactly, that you're not mm-hmm. addressing because mm-hmm. they're gonna use that. Right, <laughs> you holitosis ass bitch. Right. Um, that I will find a healthy sex buddy. I'm still on a search for that. Where you, mm. where you at? Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that I will find myself healthy sex buddy that will add to my sexual pleasure. And I also affirm that I will be fruitful and abundant in the 2020s. I like it. That's what I affirm. What are you affirming for yourself, Jay? I affirm a life of abundance, health, wealth, and financial stability. I affirm sensuality and battiness. I affirm that I am not a lady. Please don't call me lady, ladies. 
not with that. I am enough. My apartment is paid for. My rent is paid. I'm self-employed. I'm paid. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without trauma. My schedule is flexible and my schedule. I don't underquote or undersell myself. I get my rate. I affirm a brand new MacBook Pro so mm-hmm. I can see all the emojis. Yes. I affirm that I am you healthy. Deserve. Yes. You do I do deserve. I do deserve. And I want to affirm a new studio space for yes, us. Yes. I'm over this. That. I'm off this. I affirm that. I'm off this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I affirm that shit. Right. Those are the things. A new healthy studio place yeah where people are actual community builders mm-hmm. not money grabbing yeah and not treating us like shit or just like some some place with like a room that's set up for studio shit and motherfuckers leave us alone and we can do all the shit that we do here just not in here yeah you know and they don't treat us like shit yeah they don't the people who us. own the room could treat us like shit they could they could i would like a situation maybe where we don't have to talk to nobody yeah, be, I would love that. That's I what really, I, want. I don't really like. Yeah, people so anyway. I don't want to include anyone else in this. In I don't this. either. Yeah, like I we think... have a cold, we go in the room. Yeah, do our thing. That's it. Leave. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, in and out, like a robbery, but mm-hmm. we don't rob. We just drop knowledge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are. We're fucking back. We had a break. You went out of the fucking country. Yeah. I got better. <laughs> and um we did not uh, talk about uh kobe's passing we did not talk about the aftermath of drama a la uh snoop dog snoop and gail king um and some of the reasons that we didn't talk about that is because kobe's passing is incredibly sad yeah we both grew up with this person as a fixture in our black existence yep. for good and bad and we it's just it's been really uncomfortable to watch and to experience as fans of that personality mm-hmm. um and i think that yeah the loss of kobe, kobe bryant has been a big deal he took kobe, he took brandy to the prom he back did. when we cared about who took brandy, brandy to, to the, the prom. prom you know what i'm saying like i told you my cousin pretended to be kobe bryant once no what happened so this is when kobe first got drafted okay um so we were kids we were spring chickens Mm -hmm. and my cousin went to china with his wife Mm -hmm. and because he's this tall black man and his name his middle name is kobe his last Uh, name is brian i'm not gonna say his first name yeah so people were like oh you're a basketball player so he's like yeah kobe bryant and him and his wife got so much free shit and this and this and that (laughs) like wow Because he is pretending to be Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I had no idea. All right. Well, good times, yeah. yo. Mm-hmm. That's when racism works in your favor. Exactly. It's awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, that has been, it's been, for me, something that I, I, you know, loss is difficult. And it was sad. It's sad to watch, like, from afar, I'll say. Like, I'm not yeah, related to I'm Kobe. Exactly. I'm not related to um, his daughter, who was also killed in a crash. Yeah. And so, I really do try not to especially if it's something i'm already feeling a ways about it's been really hard for me to process that so i just decided this is not something i'm going to process yeah i'm just same. not gonna i'm yeah. not gonna do I that i just muted everything so I don't yeah really see yeah so i just stayed yeah. off it i just mm-hmm. stayed off it i didn't indulge um and both of us are are huge like social media like fans i yeah. guess that's it's kind mm-hmm. of like a nerddom of ours to be always on, on, on. in some way yeah. even, even though we're not i'm not at least like big like you don't see me on there, but I'm on there because it's it's fun to me. But 
yeah so i just opt out of engaging with that i muted everything mm-hmm. just like, yeah oh, this word this yeah. word this mm-hmm. word these numbers right, this. right. <laughs> yeah right so yeah so i didn't know honestly if we were ever gonna talk about any of this i feel a little bit like the conversation about about his complicated past, the rape allegations, the trial, and... I didn't mean to laugh, but I had a friend who stopped talking to me. <laughs> Recently? Over Kobe. Recently? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's going in a whole type direction, so... No, 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 it wasn't a black woman. It was a white woman. Oh. Ain't nobody care about that. <laughs> Ain't nobody think about her. Uh, her cheese woman. arms. <laughs> anyway. Um, She's Pepper Jack cheese. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I just didn't really want to, but I do feel like as black women who... We say on this podcast we dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism. Um and I do have I do have thoughts about it. I just really wanted to like take some time and think about like what I was really feeling and not add to the noise yeah. of what's being said. And I want to go back and forth with you niggas. So there's that also. Yeah, I don't be doing that. So while like I said, we both in community with the rest of the world, rest of, I would say, Black America, who was mourning the loss of Kobe, especially Black America, I would say, of Kobe's age and below, yeah. who, like, grew up mm-hmm. with him yeah. or looking up to him or whatever. Um, it's terribly sad. And I also, as a Black woman, as a somebody who has experienced sexual assault, I did not forget about Kobe's rape trial. Yeah. And I, I know... Lots of us didn't. Right, that. right. And I know that, um, like many of us over 30, Kobe grew up in an era where most of us had no understanding of consent. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget that a lot when we have conversations about sexual assault and we have conversations about rape. People forget that there was no conversation about consent. There wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, It was just like, there's rapists, don't rape I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then here are things for you to not get raped. And no means no. Yes. Yes. No means no. No means no. But what the what fuck, fuck is no? Is a no. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like I said, most of us had no understanding of consent. And as like, again, again, as somebody who's experienced sexual assault, as one of many black women who have experienced sexual assault, his untimely and unfortunate death it didn't just bring the fact bring up the fact that you know he was cool in a corny cute way mm-hmm. he spoke italian he rapped in that one music video he took brandy to the prom he looked like the ant from a bug's life he did look like the ant from a bug's life mm-hmm. he was a virgo um, he's a virgo okay he was arrogant and annoying that's what that was that virgo shit mm, okay we don't need nobody uh look at that <laughs> look at that yeah. look at that um i used to have a love not love, but he used to annoy me. Mm-hmm. Then when I found out he was a Virgo, I was like, oh, this makes sense. These are the reasons people usually don't uh, like me, too. Okay. Because I don't need nobody. Got you. Do it by right. myself. Okay. I'm an island. Yeah, all, all that. right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Unfortunately, along with all of that stuff, it also reminded me of his rape case. Yeah. And as with most people with, like, complicated pasts and humans like we've all done something supremely fucked up i have 
we all have traumatized someone in yes. some way. Yes. We all have abused someone in some way. And I'm not saying to the extent of rape. Mm-hmm. We are, but we are all in someone's life that thing that changed the, the trajectory of their life. Absolutely. All of us. Absolutely. All of us. I have definitely, definitely said wildly toxic shit to people mm-hmm. that I know there are people for them. They have a story about me where I said something wildly toxic yeah. that they will never forget. Yes. Because it was so toxic, affected, made them sad, affected their life, made them think mm-hmm. about some shit in a certain way. Yeah. Um, and I'm not the only person who's done that. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And again, that's, that's not something, again, per se, that we're comparing to rape. But yeah. the point is that we're flawed people who abuse one another. Yeah. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what we should be talking about. Right. <laughs> right? right? Yes. Yeah. And so as someone who is who has questions about yes. how do we deal with shit like that mm-hmm. and how do we navigate that as we're grieving when this is the time when I would be reminded that, yeah, he was great. He also had that whole rape case thing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like- I can't pretend that I'm not thinking about it now when mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about it when he was alive a few I months wasn't. ago. Because I wasn't thinking about Kobe all like that. He was just somebody who was going to exist. We were all going to grow old. He was going to die when he was old. And like, hopefully I will. Yeah. And that was, you know, that And let's was be honest. We live in a world where we don't care about rape. Like right. we just really, in the past two to three years, started having these really serious conversations about rape Mm -hmm. like in these ways and these like rape and consent Mm -hmm. in these ways that we were not having at all Mm -hmm. maybe even four years ago you know what i mean like the the way that this conversation happens now is really 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 different so like of course we're not thinking about even though we knew this case happened even though we Mm -hmm. know this thing was the thing was very easy to forget yeah because we don't take rape or consent seriously and we just started to have serious conversations about this shit two to three years ago Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that and when somebody passes away you reflect on their life and Mm -hmm. that was a part of that was some shit that happened in his life yeah and so i say all that shit to say i wanted to kind of review um the segment of the interview that gail king had with lisa leslie for those of you who are unfamiliar or need a refresher Gail King interviewed Lisa Leslie, who is a former WNBA player, was a close friend of Kobe Bryant's. Um, And so shortly after his passing, Gail King had Lisa Leslie on her show. Is it CBS? Whatever the fuck. I don't know. She does the morning morning show on CBS, but I don't know what they call it. Right, right. But they had a full, they did a full interview and the interview aired. Things were fine. Mm-hmm. About two days later, um, CBS reclipped it. Like shared, the yeah, clip. shared that one particular clip where Gail King is specifically asking Lisa Leslie about her feelings about the rape allegations mm-hmm. and the case and the trial and all those things. And the internet went insane. And then Snoop Dogg lost his mind. And then Bill Cosby was treated from jail. I thought he was blind, but okay, right. Um, yeah. So it turned into a whole fucking mess. And weeks later, we're still we're still sitting here talking about fucking Snoop and Gail King. I'm glad most of us forgot that Bill Cosby was tweeting from jail. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? What is happening Who invited here? you here? You Snoop, Snoop invited him here. But Snoop do you not realize this is ridiculous now? Because Bill yeah. Cosby is tweeting from jail. Yeah. 
or he yeah. got told it's his team. Someone is doing something. You not realize it, that it is now peak ridiculous. No, it's no because Snoop mentioned Snoop invoked Bill Cosby's name as he if summoned he was. Him. He summoned him as if he challenge. Was, <laughs> as if he was the same type of perpetrator. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. He summoned Bill Cosby. Oh, a perp. The cops like to That's say. Funny. He summoned Bill Cosby as if him and Kobe were the same type of perpetrator. Yeah. Right? And Bill Cosby drugging is a serial rapist rapist. with the intent to fucking rape and drugged mad women with the intent to rape them. And Kobe Bryant's situation was, I'm not trying to dismiss it as like less than a rape or not a rape, but I think that there's a difference between somebody who does not either understand consent or like whatever the fuck that shit was was not the same as being a fucking serial it's rapist not the and same, drugging yeah, women. It was not drugging it's not. Women. It's not it's the not fucking the same, same kind of crime. It's not the same kind of crime. It's not the same kind of rape. Yeah. And so, uh, still a rape. Still yes. not cool. Yes. But for Snoop, who was trying to allegedly protect the legacy of and Kobe com- Bryant, to conflate, to conflate in that, in that him way. with a nigga like Bill Cosby. You did that. You yeah. messed this up because you were so disturbed that a black woman would bring up things that were less than flattering about Kobe, who you call your friend at this time, that you invoked the name of fucking Bill Cosby in this shit. So anyway, disaster. <laughs> Ghost dad. Fucking. <laughs> just like, why did you bring up Ghost dad? Fucking disaster. I hated that movie, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> I like that movie. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I had to watch it a few times to get it. Oh, like, what? What is he doing? We enjoyed it. Okay. Um. So anyway, what I wanted to do, I kind of wanted to go through the transcript, the conversation between um Gil King and Lisa Leslie, mm-hmm. because I feel like there is, yeah, we've all seen the clip, yada yada yada, but I, it still feels like misinformation. That's it's, what I was about to yeah. say. Like I don't even. I, I've been avoiding the conversation for the most part, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone has kind of like looked at this and examined this mm-hmm. in a critical way and a right. nuanced way and a like, okay, let's break this down kind of way. It's mm-hmm. just like a hot take. Right. Let me run with it. Right. Type of shit. Yeah. And and I think that um again, like I said, like navigating grieving somebody and then still acknowledging that they um caused harm to somebody. And I think that I think that a part of something that my mission has been with my platform and my voice has been to talk about how we all had a collective misunderstanding and mm-hmm. uh, ignorance due to the patriarchy of what consent is, right? Yes. That's something, just how we all live under white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, we all, a part of that was not having an understanding of consent, which was intentional to the system so that... Intentional to the system of rape culture. Like, how yes. does it thrive if we don't exactly. understand what consent is? Exactly, you know? exactly, exactly. And I say all that to say that we all know rapists. Mm-hmm. All if, of us. All of us. Especially... I'm not a teenager. I'm not in my 20s anymore. But I can I can definitely say, if you are a nigga over 30, you know a rapist. You either are the, the rapist, rapist, okay? Your family is rapist. That what is is and and we know it's certain like it's certain type of dudes who we know don't understand consent. Yeah, willing willfully, no matter what you explain to them, refuse to understand it because of whatever. But if she came up to the room, yeah. 
Yeah, whatever their like, patriarchal understanding of shit is. So, like... But it was okay when I did this. Why it's not okay yeah, when I do that? But I fucked up before. So, like, what's right. the difference now? Exactly. So, shit like that. So, I say that to say we all know rapists. There are rapists in our lives who we love, who we still fuck yeah. with. Mm-hmm. We know rapists from back when we was in college and we were 17, 18, 19. And two of our friends went in a room and one came out and said they were raped. And the other was like, mm-hmm. what you talking about? about? And everybody made a mockery of her. And you yeah. was, you're, now, now we're all grown and we're all hanging out at homecoming. And you're like, well, I don't know what happened. And you're still applying your fucking 18-year-old logic, logic to, to some, shit that you know better now. Yeah, like, exactly. your friend is a fucking rapist. Yeah. If you don't want to excommunicate him, that's cool. But don't don't pretend that you don't have a whole rapist-ass friend. Yeah. Don't or, pretend you have a whole... I know a rapist right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? And all of my fucking friends from college that hear the sound of my voice, we all know that he's a rapist. That's just what it is. I don't know him, but he's a rapist. Boom. That's just what it is. And again... I say this to normalize it because I feel like a part of why people get so upset when you talk about this is it's because it's like, well, you rape somebody and so you're supposed to be completely like excommunicated from fucking the world. The world. Like that's it for you because our view of the rapist is this person who comes out from the shadows, hits this woman over the head, drags her somewhere and violently um, rapes her and maybe beats her and then leaves her lying there. And the rapist is like a a predator. Right. And I use the word predator often, but as we are getting more acquainted with this word consent, a rapist isn't always like a predator like isn't always someone who is searching and looking for a person who they can like overtake Mm -hmm. and overcome and Mm -hmm. you know like that stuff i'm learning now that a lot of rapists are people who don't understand consent either Mm -hmm. so she's in my room or you know um fucking her pussy's wet Mm -hmm. or she's sucked my dick so i guess we should finish you know like all of these things and not acknowledging like there's no's happening in between that Mm -hmm. that you're pressuring her into sex because you brought her dinner and you did all of this shit and now she's in your living room and it's like Mm -hmm. you know like all of this stuff all these power dynamics that are involved when it comes to you like all of these different understandings of consent Mm -hmm. that don't always that aren't always attached to predator in the sense that we see right. that word. Right. So since we think a rapist is always a predator, mm-hmm. that can't be a predator. Mm-hmm. We were like spending together. We were today. Yeah. We were together all day having mm-hmm. a great time and right. this and this and that. Right. And then this fuzzy situation happened. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, shit like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I really, I really wish that, I really wish that we could be more honest about the rapist that we know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I really wish that the rapist that we know could be more honest about being the rapist that we know. Yeah. Being like, yeah, I didn't understand consent consent. and I didn't clearly have consent, like in the way that I understand it now. And that's not something I would ever do today. And if there's anything I can do to prevent that from happening to other people, I would definitely do that. And if more people who have that experience Mm -hmm. spoke up, then it would help other people understand and learn consent as well. Because usually those stories are being told by the survivors of those things. Mm -hmm. And I think it allows the conversations to stay at, well, like you and your kind of indecisiveness or like you and your, you know, like not Mm -hmm. sureness and Mm -hmm. like you didn't think about this to after you know like all of this stuff but if if more perpetrators of um rape 
because of their misunderstanding of consent had these conversations, I think that it would be taken a lot more seriously, mm-hmm. especially since those conversations would be coming from men and we listen to men. We don't listen to women. Right. We don't believe women. Mm-hmm. But we would believe a man who says, now that I have this clear understanding of consent, I understand that these Yeah, could things- one of you niggas say that, please? <laughs> one of you, like, even if, if you don't want to, like, maybe put yourself in in jeopardy of being, like, accused by the by court of law or charged with yeah. some shit, like, could you at least, like, just talk about how you didn't understand consent. consent like if you want to lie and be like yeah i never did nothing but i definitely did not understand Stand. consent and i'm sure there were situations Say that the were story great. was that other guy that's it something that's it but yo. we need men to talk about consent in that way Please. and say like i didn't understand this shit 10 years ago but now i get that these situations like this when i saw all the boys take the girl to the house run and mm-hmm. train on her when mm-hmm. i saw all of this shit and in my mind, it was like, yo, she wildin', she mm-hmm. she a thought, she a whatever. Yeah. Now you understand that as something else, mm-hmm. you need to fucking say that shit. Right. More y'all need to say that shit. Yeah. And, and they not. Cause. Yeah. So I kind of, like I said, I wanted to go through this transcript between Gail King and Lisa Leslie. And I just, I, what I also want to say. Non-consensual train. I just not to say that. That's yes. Because some trains are. Well, I, f- I, I don't like the language of train. I think that, tr- that the term train automatically implies non-consent. I don't think so, but okay. Yeah. It, I have like a really strong feeling about it. I feel like... No, I respect your feeling. Like, I don't think right. it's something that I would yeah. ever push back on. So yeah. that's why I was like, oh, I don't, yeah. but okay. It just, it just to me, the all the language surrounding a fucking... Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway. um, Right. What I wanted to say was that I want to leave space. Mm-hmm. I want to leave space for people to disagree with me. I want to leave space for us to disagree with each other. Um, not you and I. I know we agree um, about yeah. what we're about to say. Yeah. But I want to leave space for listeners to disagree because this has been a really um, heavy conversation lately. And we have really strong feelings about it. And we're all still grieving. Mm-hmm. And and we all have our own personal experiences with sexual assault. Yeah, we do. Whether it happened to you directly, whether you were the perpetrator, you or you just know somebody it mm-hmm. happened to, we all have personal experiences with those things. So I just want to leave space for us to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and for us to disagree. The things that I say are not to, because this is so sensitive, not to like... Um, cancel anybody because yeah. there are there are a lot of black women who felt like they didn't agree with what snoop said about big gail but they they agreed with his sentiments and i have strong feelings about that as mm-hmm. well but i know that we all are still black women and black femmes and we all have we all have reasons why we feel how we feel mm-hmm. and so i just want because this is such an important conversation i just want to make sure that we're all comfortable here with disagreeing with one another and like you don't have to feel like oh i'm not fucking with them or i'm turning them off or like we don't fuck with you because you disagree with whatever Mm -hmm. i I just think it's really important for us to be like having this conversation and so i encourage you if you're somebody who has already decided like where you stand on this to like hang out with us anyway yeah you know and see what's good okay so i'm going through this transcript because i think that a part of the things that gail asked Mm -hmm. leslie were things that i said like certain black women survivors of sexual assault are also having these questions yeah you know i feel like certain things that gail asked leslie were were interpreted as accusatory Mm -hmm. when they were in fact a question yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah. So that's that's what I'm thinking um, leading into this transcript. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So Gail King transcript um, talking to Lisa Leslie. So King says, it's been said that his, and again, this is a small portion of a larger interview um, about Kobe Bryant. So King says, it's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003 or 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? All right. So I feel like this question, because there were people saying, well, why is she talking to Lisa Leslie when she could have been talking to, she could have asked Kobe this question or whatever. This question, she could not have asked Kobe. No. This question about how do you feel this, as a woman. This is a question you ask another woman. Yes. This is a woman to woman question. Yeah. This is a black woman to black woman question. And I feel like it's important to what I've been saying about how we all know and are often friends with, uh, love, you know, like whether it be our partners who got this shit together now, but back in the day was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all know and love sexual abusers. People having who have engaged in sexual abuse and yeah. so or are friends with them in some way. And so this kind of question is something that you ask a woman. Like, how do you feel about this as a woman? And I think that um Yeah, I I don't I don't see anything wrong with that question. And the thing that we forget a lot of times when it comes to like journalism is that because we're so you said this off mic, you're talking about kind of like some of the sensationalism around like personalities versus journalism and shit like that. But like, yeah, y'all not very used to people who are not actual journalists. Right. Like, we remember like being kids and fucking like journalists, like asking like questions, mm-hmm. wanting to get down to the story and not having any ties to whoever they're interviewing because they're like doing a job. Right. They're not trying to be the person that's interviewing's friend. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to fucking get clicks on their thing. They're just doing a job, getting to the root of the story, asking the questions that the collective probably would want to know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Um and I think we've gotten used to like these popular people now being in these journalism spaces who actually do want to kiki and be friends with these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So they're not really asking these questions that could fucking maybe make make them not friends with whoever they're talking right. to and not really get the answers because you just want to keep it surface and be friends mm-hmm. so you can go to the Rock Nation party yeah. and you can fucking post them on your Instagram, you know, and all of that shit. You're not doing this as like this active job. You're just doing this as a popular person, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is not what journalists are actually going right. for being a popular person right. they want to be the one who's like who broke the story mm-hmm. who you know yeah. who like is about the story right not about like you know look who i'm standing next to mm-hmm. and i was talking to and stuff yeah and I, and I think the important the important thing about being a journalist is allowing room for the question to be answered yes you know what i'm saying yes. and so she does ask lisa leslie these questions but if you if you don't assume that her question is an accusatory question and that she's giving Lisa, who is the friend of somebody who was um, on a rape trial, yes. okay, who who admitted that he did not have full consent. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it did, it, from, from what I gather, he did not understand consent. Yeah, you know that's what, I'm what I get from that. Yeah, him. and that, is, that doesn't mean that something violent didn't happen. That can happen when you don't understand consent. consent. And so I think that this is an important question to ask a woman who is there as his friend and 
is there as his friend because we know her to be his friend. Yeah. So as a woman who either has experienced sexual assault yourself, you or or you definitely know people who have experienced sexual mm-hmm. assault or whatever, how do you feel? Is it is it complicated for you? Exactly. And then like if to add on the past two to three years, this conversation about consent, about rape, right. like Me Too is happening. Like all of this stuff is happening when we're when we're having these conversations as women, we're usually just talking to a survivor. Mm-hmm. We're not talking to a friend of a perpetrator. Right. We're not talking to a person who is we're not saying, How do you navigate mm-hmm. knowing this thing and being friends with this person. Right. We're not getting those kinds of answers. No one's asking that question because we're generally just talking to survivors mm-hmm. and they're telling their story and that's kind of just what it has been. Mm-hmm. So like this in a journalistic way is a really good question and a good perspective and a good thing, mm-hmm. a good way to not pivot the conversation but to add to the conversation because this is the existence that we have in general. Like you right. said Every, all of us know a rapist. Mm-hmm. How do we navigate knowing this shit? Mm-hmm. How do you reconcile this shit? How do you, as a woman, mm-hmm. still have a bond with this person, although you know these things? Right. I, that is an important question to right. ask, and that is what journalism fucking does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so Lisa Leslie answers, and she says, it's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Kobe was never like that. I just never have ever seen him being that kind of person that would do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in any way. That's just not the person that I know. All right. Mm-hmm. So, so this answer, I feel like it's a lot of stuff in here. I feel like a part of her insight as a woman in the NBA and even the stuff she's saying about like, go get that girl or whatever, whatever, whatever. The fact that like men do that, she's yeah. seen that or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it does speak to his character. This second part, and I think that that's okay. The second part of this shit about how I've never um, seen him be aggressive to a woman in any way or... He's never, what did he say? I've ne- he, She did say I've never seen him being the kind of person that would do something like that. You know, like violate and, a woman. Yeah, and if, be if she, I, and I think that that, her saying I've never, I've never seen him being that kind of person. I, it, I, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not terrible because it doesn't say that he didn't. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It doesn't not, say he yeah. didn't. It doesn't say that he wasn't. Yeah. It just says, I've never seen it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, that's the kind of thing that you say about your friend. That is the kind of thing that right. you say about your friend. Right. And that's the kind of thing that happens to uh, happens with most, not like a R. Kelly mm-hmm. or Bill Cosby or mm-hmm. Weinstein, but when people are like, I never would have thought. Right. I never would have thought. Mm-hmm. So this sounds very normal mm-hmm. and very regular. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So King, as a journalist and a black woman, yes, who also knows rapists, yes, because we all fucking do. We right? all do. Um, says to her, but Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. Okay, this portion, people had a lot of problems with this and felt like she was like drilling her, antagonizing, and things like that. I think again, as a black woman who we all know rapists, okay? I think that that realization that, no, he might have been great to you, that doesn't that doesn't mean that 
if he was violent with someone else that you would have definitely seen it or that him being great to one woman doesn't absolve him from the possibility of being violent to To another another woman. woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So to me, that's an important follow-up question and not necessarily accusatory, but it also, it gives Lisa the opportunity to respond. Yes. Lisa says, and that's possible. I just don't believe that. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. I just don't believe that things I just don't believe that things it says here didn't happen with force, but I think she definitely meant I don't think that things, things happened with, with force. force. Yeah. Um and there's also room and I know that um I know that Lisa is was grieving because this was her close friend. Yeah. And so um you might not be super clear headed in your responses when you're grieving and shit. No. I also know that she agreed to do this interview. Mm-hmm. She could have all she could have said, it's no. too soon yeah, for I'm me. Not any yes, questions. I'm not answering any of these questions. It's too soon for me to talk about my friend. Any any number of things. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I will say that as a black woman, she makes this affirmation that she doesn't believe that, which is totally fine. It's yeah. okay if she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um I think there are a lot of different ways. Who wants ways. to believe their friend is a rapist? That too, yes. Who wants to believe that right. their friend is a fucking rapist? Right. Here's my rapist ass friend. Mm-hmm. My rapist friend is coming to the cookout. Yeah. Who wants to believe that? Yeah. Who actually wants to believe that? Mm-hmm. No one wants to believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very... Yeah. But also, it's a lot of different things she could have said. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She, do- she does say, and that's possible. She does say that's possible. Um... And she does say she's not saying things didn't happen. She's just saying that she doesn't believe that they happened with force or whatever. But it's a lot of different things that she could have said that um, may not have been damning to yeah. him mm-hmm. um, without her saying, I don't believe that it happened maybe the way that the woman is saying that yeah. it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people say all the time, I wasn't there. I know that that was my friend and I loved him and da 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 But I think also people are afraid to admit that they know a rapist, that they have a rapist yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but also, her friend just died. You know? Yeah. So, there's that too, but that doesn't mean that she can't be asked these questions or shouldn't be asked these questions that everybody is thinking about. Or a lot of people, not everybody, that a lar- large segments of the population aren't thinking about. King then says, is it even a fair question to talk about considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really a part of his history? To me, this is an opportunity for Leslie to say, no, we shouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. You know? And I think that someone whose goal was to be accusatory of Leslie, somebody whose goal was to paint Kobe as as a yes. monster in yes. death, Wouldn't have offered this. would not have said, is this even a fair question? Am I asking a the fair question? question. Yeah. And I think... For us, as people who have done interviews, have moderated panels, and have um, facilitated conversations, I feel like sometimes I ask questions that I know the answer to because the question needs to be asked. Sometimes I ask questions that me, Janicia, does not give a fuck about, but I know that there are large groups of people who Who care about about, this and who want to hear your answer to this question. journalism. That's what that is. There are things that I have strong beliefs about Mm -hmm. that other people don't and so i might not ask the question that i have a strong belief about 
or I'll ask a question that goes against what my strong belief is because I feel like the people in this room need to know or have been talking about this thing here and I'm the person with the platform to ask this question. And so I just feel like, I feel like it's just really unfair when you really look at the questions that she asked Mm -hmm. Lisa, it's just really unfair to paint it as if she was accusing Lisa of being wrong or doing something in some way or accusing Kobe in his death of being some sort of monster when she was really bringing up the things that so many of us were reminded about at his passing. The things that we're thinking about are not going to go away. And I really do think that two black women sitting across from each other, having a conversation uh, about this thing that black women are thinking about. And when I say that, I don't mean all black women because clearly there were a lot of us who were okay with um, Snoop Dogg talking shit about Gail. There are a lot of us who were okay with, um, or or a lot of us who were uncomfortable with Gail asking Lisa these questions because of however the heck we feel about Kobe yeah. or however or we feel about, about black men in general, in general or rape in general. In general. Um, for me as a black woman, again, we're not all a monolith. For me as a black woman, this was an important conversation between two black women who can agree to disagree. Yeah. But in this, in this, we don't even know how Gail feels. At all. We don't know how she feels. At all. She's asking questions that are not leading. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So she asked, is it even a fair question to talk about considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? So she says it was resolved here. Or is it really a part of history? And Leslie says... Leslie says, I think that the media should be more respectful at this time. If you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, it went to trial. King says, yeah, the case, it was dismissed because of the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. Leslie says, and I think that's how we should leave it. Mm -hmm. Um, At which point, uh, Gail lets it go. And that's the end of questioning. And... The thing that people forget, another reason why it's important for Gail to ask these questions is that we do know that Gail has had that interview with R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. And she has been a part of this conversation when Mm -hmm. it comes to like, she has been, she hasn't had a conversation with with, um, Cosby, but like she has been like having these conversations with black people about these things. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. this is not something that she just was just like, let me pick this particular right. person. She also interviewed, uh, I think, Weinstein's lawyers as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I think it makes sense. And I'm glad you said that she interviewed Weinstein lawyers because everyone likes to make it seem as if they're just picking these black men right. to have to have these conversations about mm-hmm. or with. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are heavy into this consent and rape conversation Period. Mm-hmm. Even outside of Gil King. So there's no way that she is like sitting in her b- house being dialog- bi- diabolical right. and thinking of ways to f- like fuck with people. Mm-hmm. This is the fucking climate that we are in. Mm-hmm. These are the fucking conversations that we are having. And that's just what it is. So why are we blaming her or making it like some malicious thing that she concocted mm-hmm. and created and was like, ooh, this is what I'm going to do today. Like right. that's, that's, this, these are the conversations that she's been having mm-hmm. as a journalist, period. Mm-hmm. 
Why yeah. would she not mention this in this interview with her when she's been having these conversations with survivors and perpetrators mm-hmm. and people who are on the team of perpetrators? Mm-hmm. Why would this be any different when she has a friend of a perpetra- perpetrator in front of right. her as well? Right. I really feel like we know... Alleged perpetrator. Right. I really feel like we know that at least that there are some black women who are thinking of this um, mm-hmm. and have these questions. And I think that there are... I think there are more than some of us who have these questions. This is mad because we ain't getting no fun memes from this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like we did with our You're right. There were no fun <laughs> and memes. And there was fun memes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kobe was alive. Right. We that, that, too. <laughs> that too. That too. But I think that... I think that there are people... Because black women are also are often for the sake of maintaining the race, yes, right? often forced to be silenced and keep our pain in silence, mm-hmm. even though so many of us are thinking about these things yeah. privately. There are people, there are black feminists who feel like she should not have been asked that question. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. For the sake of his legacy or whatever the fuck, right. And I know there were some people thinking, like how Leslie said, you know, ask, you, we, you could have asked him about it. Yeah. But she couldn't have asked him how you feel as a black woman with, like, being his friend yeah. and the allegation. She couldn't have how asked you, him that. How do you that. navigate that? How that's, do you navigate that? That's a very that? different question. That's important. And that's how a question you, we have not heard asked. How do you navigate having a rapey-ass friend? And I have been asked that question before. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so didn't so-and-so claim that they were raped? And I'm like, no, they were raped, Yes. That happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? About somebody who people perceive to be my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, and that's an important question to fucking ask me. If you see me, if if I look like I'm friends with somebody who was accused of being a rapist, it's important to ask me what the fuck I think about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so... It's important that we don't fall into... Yeah. We don't fall into the trap of being silent about stuff like this for in in hopes of like maintaining the race when like these are important questions. And I know the questions that black women have are not important to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so many times we've heard black men say to us, especially since we talk about these things um, on this platform, a lot of them will say, well, y'all really go through that or that's real. Or, yeah, they it's don't like even, that. They, yeah, it's yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah, I've, you've known me all this time. I've been saying that to you, but, you know, this is the first time you're actually listening, listening to me, but I've been saying it. So for a lot of people, these are shocking questions. But yeah. Gail knows it's bitches like us that want to know yeah. how do you navigate this, yeah. yo? And then it's like really like... Rape is so not important, unfortunately, that this mm-hmm. will not ruin his legacy. Right. This will not. Mm-hmm. It will not. Mm-hmm. That bitches was at work crying. Mm-hmm. As it didn't ruin him while he was alive. Yeah, like why would it we'll ruin, ruin him now? now? Like what the what the what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It, it's not. Rape has never been important enough. Right. Like what? Bill Cosby still has fans. You know what I mean? Like, rape is not important enough. Mm -hmm. It's not, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. I do want to add something. Mm -hmm. So, of course, everyone has their rumbling. Snoop says his thing. 
Bill's Cosby's resurrected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody's screaming at each other. It's alive! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is screaming at each other. Everyone is putting out their opinions, and it's totally fine. This is like affecting people in lots of different ways. Some people mm. agree, some people disagree, some people are hurt by it, some people are whatever. And um, one thing that I wanted to say, I saw a clip of a black woman journalist who kind of was talking about how the reason why this is such a big thing in the black community and yeah so she um is on a show i don't know what the show is i saw the clip on twitter mm-hmm. but some kind of news show yeah. somewhere and i guess she's she's talking to white folks and mm-hmm. i guess she's trying to explain why this is such a big conversation between snoop and gail and why this has become this thing and now there's mm-hmm. death threats and all of this shit and Oprah's crying and blah, 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 and all of this shit. And she goes on to say that, um, I guess there's two different Americas, which you all know. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's probably like 12 different it's Americas. There's 12. Because that America, <laughs> that America that she was talking about, I'm not a part of that one. I mean, neither. I'm from America. I'm not, I'm not American. <laughs> That you know, we all have different little accents. No, that was, that Asian, was some American that was Asian, shit. They was calling us Obamas. That's so funny. Oh, American Obamas. Oh my god, oh, those Obamas. I'm like, no. That's funny. We were we were kings. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh man. That's oh funny. god, you fucking hotels. Okay. <laughs> so um. Yeah, so she like goes on to say the two different kind of Americas. Mm-hmm. When this when this happened in two thousand three, white parents were telling their daughters to watch out for the Kobe's, mm-hmm. and black parents were having conversations with their children about Emmett Till, and that is why this is a complicated conversation. In two thousand three. In two thousand three. Because black parents were not telling their black daughters to watch out for men at all. At all. Because it don't matter what happens. They be be babies and they be like. Yeah. Yeah. Why mm. your pimper like that? Right? <laughs> Looking all fresh. <laughs> and grown. Stop acting grown. You're like, I'm three. I'm still potty training. Yeah, like what? My pull-up fell down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she's saying that black families are having these conversations about Emmett Till and how he was murdered for um, what we found out was a lie for listen, mm-hmm. whistling at this white woman and how black men have fell victim to things like that and mm-hmm. blah, 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 this and this and that. And I saw it like three times on my timeline. People were like, this is it! Mm-hmm. This! This right here! Yo, anytime, anytime somebody says Emmett Till, it don't matter how they say it, it don't matter what they are using it to make an example of, it could be a total falsehood and niggas They'll be, be like, like Cause Emmett mm. and it's mm. first of all, sis, that was not it. That was not it. That was not it. This ain't it. I'm gonna head out. That ain't it. Our history is too nuanced, Mm-mm. too complicated for you to fucking make it that simple mm-hmm. and always bring any kind of any kind of thought or idea of rape or abuse or whatever when yeah. it comes to black men being a perpetrator and you fucking bring it down to Emmett Till. Emmett Till was murdered because of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, stop fucking saying that boy's name to justify our fucking nuanced ideas about rape culture. That is mm-hmm. not the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to stop doing that. Keep that boy's name out of your fucking mouths. That is not the same thing. Stop comparing that shit. That boy mm-hmm. is dead. Mm-hmm. He's fucking dead. A boy. Mm-hmm. 
That stuff is not related. Stop bringing up Emmett Till to fucking defend these fucking nasty ass, abusive ass, fucking perpetrating ass men. Because that's not even, he was not a perpetrator of anything. He's a victim of white supremacy. Period. And mm-hmm. that's something clear as day that he we all know. He didn't misunderstand consent. No. He didn't do anything. anything. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then y'all fucking conflated and added to these things where it's like someone is clearly a perpetrator of rape or someone is clearly not someone who understands consent mm-hmm. or there's some kind of fuzzy. There was no fuzzy area in that Emmett Till shit. None of that shit relates. Mm-hmm. None of that shit fucking he correlates. Wasn't, he wasn't in a relationship with but, the girl. Nothing, nothing happened. Nothing. He was a kid. Who went to the store to buy candy? I might have added the candy shit, but I, but it was he was a kid who saw who a was, cute white who girl. Who was in the south for the summer? That's it. And, from and Chicago, it was said that he whistled at a white woman. Yeah, he that is not the same thing. Y'all need to stop making that the same thing. You're fucking putting like salt on this boy's name. Yeah. Like that's not stop doing that shit he was not the martyr for fucking black men and rape he's mm-hmm. not he's that's not that's not what he's for right. that's like come on stop mm-hmm. doing that shit that's not the same thing stop bringing up that boy's name mm-hmm. like seriously like you're being you're being fucking rude and disrespectful stop doing that shit seriously if I had powers I would make the motherfucker haunt y'all cause mm-hmm. y'all need to fucking stop like shut up Shut up. Sometimes it is okay for you to be confused with your feelings and shut the fuck up. Because mm-hmm. that re- correlation that y'all are making and saying, yes, this is the same thing. This is, this is what drives black people's confusion when it comes to consent and rape culture. No, that's not what it does. Mm-hmm. That's not the same fucking situation mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. At all. Stop doing that shit. Stop. I, 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 I think I like to think that you are better than this. Mm-hmm. I like to think that you think deeper than this. Mm-hmm. I like to think that you fucking can expand your brains a little fucking more because that is not what this is. These are not the same things. Those are incidents or things that are separate from each other, each other that happened in different periods of blackness mm-hmm. and time and consciousness and like sh- Calm the fuck down. Leave Ibn's name out your fucking mouth. If you're not going to say something in great in remembrance to that boy, shut the fuck up. Like dead ass. Every time you hear about a rape, don't bring up that boy's name because that boy didn't never rape nobody. He never even had he sex never did. He never did anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything but be black. Mm-hmm. And that is very different from these situations and these cases with these black men and these other things. They didn't just exist as someone was like, you over there! Mm-hmm. Hanging from a tree. That's not That's not what this is. That's not what it's been, especially yeah. with these fucking rich-ass, black, privileged-ass men in these situations. Fall the fuck back. Adults. Adults. Thank you. Fall the fuck back with that shit and stop doing that shit. It's fucking wrong and it's, it's disgusting. And if I was his family, I'll roll up. Because nah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, keep his name out your fucking mouth. Him and Harriet. Stop bringing, they all, always bringing up their names. Leave them the fuck alone. Let them be on the ancestral plane, chilling, eating mangoes. That's what I picture. Mm -hmm. Keep their names out your mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, And I feel like so many people have been saying, um, you know, Snoop was upset. He was grieving his friend, da 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 And that's why he said what he said. Funky Um, doghead bitch. Oh my goodness. And, That's um, so LA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, boy. And I just think that, like I said already, like, people are not taking into account that, like, kind of getting to the bottom of, like, how we as black women, like, both Gail, Lisa Leslie, us, how we as black women navigate um, our experiences with sexual assault and being friends with niggas who have sexually assaulted. Yeah. Those are important questions. And and in a situation like this, which reminds us, Kobe's passing reminded us of all the cool shit he did and the mistakes that he made. Um, like, this is a time when we're thinking about those things. Yeah, and, and, if- and that's a part, for some of us, that's a part of our grieving. So, like, the fact that so many people could quote-unquote understand where snoop was coming from and understand that he was grieving and that's just how he expresses himself like there's no understanding offered for like people Uh, like us who are also grieving the loss of Uh, kobe bryant and navigating like how do we reconcile like that moment how do we reconcile what happened in the zero zeros and like you know the man that he grew to be yeah you know what i'm saying so Keep Emmett Till's out your mouth, name out your mouth. Like that ass. Keep his name out your mouth. If like about to punch someone in the mouth, they right. say around me. Well, depends on if my nails are freshly done or not, though. Mm-hmm. I saw a nail. I saw a nail lost today. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. That woman's not doing my nails no more. We fall down, but we get up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yo, you know Just Justin Bieber sang that song. Anyway, never could have made it. He sang that at at um Kanye's church. I didn't watch the clip because that's like one of the few gospel songs I know with my Muslim ass because that's a really uh, good fucking song. So I was like, this is what I'm not gonna do. I feel like he probably said never, and it's never, never. I'm gonna watch. Could have made it. I'm gonna watch it. We now, you don't even say you don't even say the wine. You is ooh. I bet she said you. I'm going to watch Ew. it. Okay. Enjoy. Oh, gosh. Anyway, did we do a show? Yeah, we did a show. All right. I think we did a motherfucking show. Be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are at T with QJ on Twitter and Instagram. T with Queen and J on Facebook and Tumblr. Yes. You can send us your T-mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You can check out our website. Stay on top of all types of things and blah 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 at t with queen and j.com uh we will be in orlando from like the fifth through the eighth so if we're gonna be near like what the the conference is at marriott world center so like if you want to pay us to do something while we're out there holler at us hit up a beach that's right holler at us let us know send us your t-mail and Pod and Live NYC save the date, April 18th, Saturday, April 18th from 4 to 9 p.m. We will, um, that's an RSVP event, so yeah. we'll be sure to drop the link to that soon. Yeah. There'll be more information soon. Um, so get ready for that. What else is going on? Um, I think that's it. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. We like to uh, shout out the hashtags that we fuck with. Yes. And starting with hashtag t with qj black lives matter say her name stop calling trans women disability too white film this maybe he doesn't hit you why i stayed all black lives matter you okay sis pot in pot in live nyc and queer walk queer walk pod inner hole uprising marsha's plate bag ladies unpack bg alj pod respect her hashtag Uh, Majesty. what's the one i decided that it should be 
I don't know, but that's not what she said it is. Stop giving people <laughs> Juju Bay. Your chosen part. They're, they chose. You are not their fucking creative director. Juju. They have decided what their hashtags are. Juju Bay. I respect these black women, these black folks in their agency to choose their own hashtags. Juju Bay. Okay. Juju Bay. <laughs> Hashtag McVixen. Hashtag 4C Forever. Hashtag. I had a sex class. <laughs> I took a sex class. Private joke. Um, that's all I got. You got more? Nope. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Naima and a black girl named Jenicia. That's your Oprah? Yes. T with Queen and Jay, we turn up responsibly. Ow. Nah, fuck like me. Fuck you. Bye. Kids, look. Watch my ass to the next dick, boy. Watch your wig, because it keeps sliding. It's been sliding since day one. Your wig been sliding since day one. Peace out. Shut the fuck up. Peace out.